Ladies and gentlemen, the world champion, happy lifer, welcome to the special Happy Life Studio special Olympic edition, now that the Olympics are over. Good timing, huh? <laughs> I can't believe that I haven't put out a bunch of pre-Olympic podcasts, then during the Olympic podcast and some bonus Olympic podcasts. I love the Olympics so much, but it snuck up on me this year and I was traveling and um, so I, I'm still out of town. I've been speaking at, like I said in last week's podcast, at a youth camp, kids camp, doing a lot of other speaking, and I uh, haven't been watching as much of the Olympics as I normally would, but I'm out of town, so I ha- I've been watching as much of the Olympics as I possibly can, and I want to give you at least one Olympic episode, even if the Olympics are over, because the Paralympics are coming up now, and the reason why I love the Olympics is it's it's more than sport with Olympics. It's It's... It's like they're not just playing or performing for for money or for fame or for individual reasons, but in Olympics you're performing for an entire nation. You're performing for your country. There's there's pride involved in that. It, it's not just about getting famous yourself. And obviously that's going to happen no matter what you do. But for the most part, people just love to go and perform for the country, and they love to represent their country in Paralympics even greater because of a lot of people in Paralympics have to go through so much more just to do even the same sport and the things that have happened to them or the obstacles that they have to overcome. Olympics, Paralympics, it's all the same. It's just obstacles that they overcome and and the people that they become. And and so I want to do a special episode on Olympic gold if I could, but not maybe the gold that you would necessarily think. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Interesting Olympic facts that maybe you didn't know that you can wow and impress your friends now that the Olympics are over. <laughs> Did you know, for instance, that Gandhi was a newspaper reporter for the 1932 Olympics in Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah. The Gandhi, not some other dude named Gandhi. Gandhi was actually representing the Olympics as a newspaper reporter in 1932. <laughs> That's kind of a cool fact. How about this one? Abibi Bikila. He represented Ethiopia in the 1960 Olympics, and he ran the marathon barefoot. Yeah, 26.2 miles without shoes, barefoot. Not only that, but he won it, and he set a world record. Barefoot, running 26 miles in bare feet. That's 
like I said, those stories are just, that's why I love Olympics. That's just, that's unbelievable to me. You know, I've been hearing a little bit of controversy over Shikari Richardson. I'm not, I probably messed up her name too, so I apologize if I keep messing up these names. But she's the American sprinter who was favored to win gold. But she was suspended this year because she was tested positive for marijuana use. So I've heard both sides of the story. I'm not going to tell you which side I'm on because I don't know if I even have a side on that, honestly. But if you think that that was controversial, then check this out. The very first suspension of the Olympics due to drug use. Get this. It was from a pentathlete. It didn't happen until 1968. Who? <laughs> it's hard to believe. I mean, he this pentathlete had a few beers before he did his pentathlon. <laughs> he was kicked out. He was suspended. I'm thinking if you're doing a pentathlon, why would you want to do that with a few beers in you anyway? But that was the drug that got him kicked out. Did you know that Canada is the only country that did not win a gold medal the year it was hosting the Summer Olympics? It was the 1976 Montreal Games, and they didn't win a single gold. And they were the only country that that's ever happened to. I don't know how many uh, Star Trek fans we have out there, but Spock won a gold medal for the U.S. in 1924 for rowing. Um, Okay. Yes, it was Spock. I'm not lying it was Spock, but it wasn't. Live long and prosper, Star Trek Spock. <laughs> but it was the Spock that wrote the famous books on raising your children, right? That that Spock, Dr. Spock, he actually, before he became famous writing those books, he actually won a medal for the U.S. in 1924. Did you know that Detroit is 0 and 7? No, I'm not talking about the Detroit Lions. However, that would be probably maybe even a good statistic for them. If you're if you're a Detroit Lions fan, my heart goes out to you. It's been a long a long haul for you. I know I've got a brother-in-law that's a huge uh, Lions fan. He's from Detroit himself, and and I came out of Wisconsin, so we always had this rivalry on Thanksgiving Day um, over the the Packers and the and the Lions. And even though you know I always want the Packers to win, but my heart does go out to the lions and uh it's been a a long road for you um and i I guess i wouldn't even mind you winning every once because well i'll get to that in a little bit but the detroit is currently 0-7 but it's not the lions it's actually the city detroit has put in bids to the olympic committee seven times for them to be able to host it and they've been rejected every time 0-7 but there might be something that's even worse than that, Detroit. Don't feel bad. Because Ian Miller from Canada, he's 1-10. in 10. I mean, I don't know if that's worse than 0-7 or better than 0-7, but it's kind of in the same <laughs> in the same ballpark there. But Ian Miller has been, he, he holds a record right now, he's been in the most Olympics as anyone. He's been in 10 Olympics. I can't imagine anyone being in, in 10 Olympics. And yet he's only won one medal, and it was a silver medal. It was for team jumping. Well, team horse jumping, that is. I mean, he didn't jump the horse, but, you know, he was on the horse when the horse jumped. (laughs) I'm thinking if you're going to spend 40 years as an athlete in the Olympics, it's probably because you're letting the horse do a lot of the work. Uh, So he was in a question. That's how he was able to do it. But Ian Miller from Canada has been in 10 Olympics in a row. Did you know that in the 1900, when the Olympics was in France, France didn't give away medals. They gave away paintings instead because they thought that the paintings were worth more. They were of more value than the medals were. And you know what? They might have been right. Well, 
Maybe not then, but now, because then the gold medals were actually gold medals. Actually, did you know that the first Olympics, they didn't even give out gold. They gave out silver, then they gave out bronze for second, and third place got nothing. <laughs> but gold, it was added later when, when they had gold, then silver, then bronze. And, and the gold, gold medals were gold. They were pure gold up until 1912. And ever since 1912, they haven't been solid gold. They've been gold-plated. I think they might be silver underneath, but they're gold-plated. So France might have been right, maybe not in the 1900s, but now painting might be worth more than, than that gold medal because the metal isn't all solid gold. It's just gold-plated. I'm not a statistician. Um, I've looked some of this stuff up online, and what I could double-check, I did double-check, but there might be some stuff in here that's off. I apologize if it is. I'm not guaranteeing all this stuff, but just you know it has to be true. I read it online. <laughs> But I really did try to back up everything that I read just to make sure that it's as legit as I could say it wasn't. So most of the stuff I checked out as good as I could, but I'm not a statistician, so I could be wrong. And if I am, um, I apologize for that. But America has won more medals, I believe, than any other country. And I'm from America, so I'm, I'm obviously going to talk about America. I would hope that whatever country you're from, we got listeners from all over the world. And I would hope that you would cheer for your country, and I'm sure that you do. Uh, no matter what country that is, no matter how many athletes you have in it. Um, I'm from America, so I'm talking about America. Uh, but even though America has, I believe, won more medals than any other nation, not just in this Tokyo Olympics, but up to this point, there are still several Olympic events that America has never won gold in. First one is badminton. I should have said, did you know that badminton is actually spelled badminton? I didn't I didn't know that until I tried searching it but badminton isn't a bad mitten it's bad m i n t o n I didn't know that but America's never won a gold in badminton um handball we not only have we never won a gold the US team has not even ever qualified for the men's or women's olympic handball tournaments at all as of the recording of this I believe that we have never won a gold in, in rhythmic gymnastics and we've never won a gold in table tennis. I mean, come on. I mean, you're talking about the country here that invented the Atari Pong. We should get a gold just for that. By the way, I actually heard that they're thinking about adding video gaming to the Olympics. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's kind of cool. I, I like all the younger sports that they're adding into the Olympics, and they're trying to stay current with the times. But video gaming is on there, and, uh, you know. America, some dude in America invented Atari and invented the game Pong, but yet we've never won ping pong, a gold in, in ping pong. We've never won a gold in the trampoline. Um, we've never won a gold in modern pentathlon. And we've never won a gold in field hockey. Uh, I think we've won them in, in regular hockey. Well, I know we have because we did a podcast on it called Miracle. You should check that one out. That was about the 1980 Olympic team. What a great, I don't know if it was a great podcast, but it's a great story. And I hope the podcast at least did some honor to it i don't remember what the, what number the podcast was but you know just search miracle on happy life studios and you'll find it but as far as field hockey as far as i know we have never won a gold in in field hockey those a handful of uh, events that america hasn't have won gold on but there is a whole bunch of countries that have never won a medal at all in the olympics i i read that out of the 206 countries and territories that, that have a National Olympic Committee, there are 72, 72 that have never, ever won a medal at the Olympics, and they keep showing up. I think that's amazing. So as much as I would want my country to win gold, 
I wouldn't mind not winning gold or even not winning the medal for my country if one of these other countries like Bangladesh or Guam or some of these other countries that have never won or, or Chad. Uh, Chad's never won one. And I liked what they said at 11points.com, 11points.com. And I got a lot of this information from their website. He's got some really cool stuff on there about the Olympics. You should check it out, 11points.com. But he was talking about one of the countries being Chad that's never gotten a, a medal. And he said, why root for them? Because guys named Chad win events like rowing, while actual people of Chad with names like Narlimdana, I hope I said that right, I probably didn't, but anyway, with people with names like that from Chad have never won anything. And so I wouldn't mind not winning a medal if one of these countries could win it instead. And like I said, it's even with what I was talking about with the Detroit Lions. I mean, even though I'm a huge Packer fan, I know a lot of people say that's really dumb for me to be a Packer fan. And But if the Lions made it to the Super Bowl and they weren't playing against the Packers, which they couldn't because they're in the same division to get the Super Bowl, but I would, I think I'd cheer for the Lions because I would just like to see them win. I would like to see them win. I think that would be, that would be great because I, I just like the underdog or I like the story of the people like these countries that I just – it's one thing to win a bunch of medals and keep going back to the Olympics, but to not win a medal and keep showing up to represent your country, that's why I love the Olympics so much. That's what it's all about. It's not always just about winning gold. I was watching the Olympics with Happy Life or Nina, and the, the Nina of A Penny for Your Thoughts, the podcast that we do that helps people through anxiety uh, discouragement, anger, different things like that. A lot of the negative emotions. We put together a podcast to help out with that. And uh, I'm down here with Nina. And so we're going to put another one or two of those out for you guys as well. We put that on hold uh, for a while. But whenever I'm in town, we always want to record one. So that should be coming up. But I was watching the Olympics with her. And we were just both just so impressed with how ripped these athletes were. <laughs> I mean... You know, and they're wearing the you know the the spandex outfits, so the wind doesn't catch them in the, in the boating competitions. And you could see muscle upon muscle upon muscle. I mean, it's almost like they were airbrushed. I mean, how can anybody be that ripped? I swear, I pull muscles just watching them in the Olympics. Going, I, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Nina said, "I wonder if I could ever get in shape like that." No, I I can't answer that for Nina. Honestly, I, I believe that she could. If she wanted to put the work in, I really believe that she could because that's what she does. And whatever she usually puts her mind to, she's pretty good at, at pulling it off. So I couldn't answer for her, but I do know what the answer would be for me. I wonder if I could ever get in shape like that. Um, <laughs> my answer would be no happy way. <laughs> there's, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> so I guess I have to give in the fact that I'm never going to I'm never going to look like that. I'm never going to win a medal, obviously. Gold, silver, bronze. I couldn't even win an, the aluminum medal <laughs> in the Olympics. And I'm certainly never going to look like these Olympians, but you know what? It got me thinking. There's more ways to win gold than in just the Olympics. I like what a few sentences in the Bible that word what I have to say better than I could. So I just want to read them there. It's near the end of the Bible and it's in the book called first Corinthians. And then it's in chapter nine. And then if you go to verse 24 and 25, it says this. And when I read this, I'm like, it totally represents the Olympics. I mean, this is what it says in first Corinthians nine, 24 and 25. You've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everyone runs 
one wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after one that's gold eternally. Doesn't that sound like he was writing about the Olympics? He's definitely writing about a, 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 a big athletic event, right? But that's what I'm talking about. It's talking about run in such a way as to win. Everyone runs, everyone competes, but only one wins. So he, he compares like the Olympic gold medal to a life gold medal. He said the one medal tarnishes and fades, the one that you get for winning the race. But the other one that talk about winning gold in life lasts forever. It's eternal. And you know what? I may never get, well, I shouldn't even say may. I will never have an Olympic body. I'm never going to win the Olympics, and I'm okay with that. But you know, I would like, I would like to get a gold in life. There's so many more ways to get a gold. I mean, I'd love to get a gold in parenting. I would love to get a gold medal, even a silver. I would just love to get on the podium for parenting or for spousing, like with my wife or, or as a human being. I would love to win a gold in life. I'm never going to look or get an Olympic gold, but boy, if I could get a life goal, like in, in, in how I'm a friend with people and, and how I encourage people, gold as a podcaster. Gold as an employer, gold as an employee, gold as, as a neighbor. There's so many ways that we can score gold in life. And that's really what I want to go after. But Olympians don't just work out their body. I want to give you my favorite quote from the Olympics. And it was from Suni Lee who, who won the all-around women's gymnastics, got gold in the all-around women's gymnastics. She, she said something. That reminded me that when I listen to that, I, I've used it so many times in the last couple of weeks while the Olympics were going on, while I've been speaking. I think about every time I've spoken, I have used her quote. And I've used her quote even when I'm just talking with people, hanging out with people, because it was such a powerful quote. And it showed me that Olympians don't just work out their body. Their torsos aren't the only things that are ripped. They have some serious brain abs as well. I mean, their brains are ripped. Their brains are Olympic in size and fit as well. Suni Lee was, was waiting for, you know, and trying to get cold. She was right there and she had two more events to go. I believe it was two more events to go. And she was waiting at the balance beam and she was up there waiting and you have to wait for the judges to give you the okay to go. So she went up there and she was standing there and I don't know what the judges were doing, if they were still tallying up scores, but boy, judges could probably really mess with you uh, if they wanted to by making you wait like that. I know for me, even when I'm golfing and when I'm in the mode and I'm swinging the club well, I don't want to have to wait for the people in front of me to get off the green before I can drive or before I can ever do my – because I like to keep that flow going. Well, imagine Suni Lee who the majority of her life, two-thirds of her life, she's lived, eat, breathed, talked, thought, slept, Olympics. Everything's about Olympics. She lives in that gym probably more than anywhere else, and she's done all this for this one moment. She has a possibility of getting gold, and now she's waiting for the judges to give her the okay. And I'm telling you what, if you have a weak mind, you can have an Olympic body, but if you don't have an Olympic mind to match that, it, 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 it falls apart somewhere. It just doesn't work. I mean, I would be so much in my head waiting for them to tell me it was time to go. I just want to get up there and go and not think because I've already done all the work. I've already done all the practice, but we, we become our worst enemies. We get in our heads and we just overthink things. Well, at least I do. I just overthink stuff too much. And if I was had to wait that long like Suni Lee did 
Even the announcers are saying, what is going on through her mind right now? They're sure making her wait a long time. It was after she won the gold that they actually interviewed her and actually got her opinion on, on what was she actually thinking when the judges were still telling up and she had to wait so long to get on the balance beam. And she said this, you want to talk about an Olympic brain? You want to talk about an Olympic mind to go with an Olympic body? She said, oh, I was just saying to myself, nothing more, nothing less. And they basically, that sounds cool, but what does that mean? And she says, my normal is good enough. My normal is good enough. You know why her normal is good enough? Because all she's been doing for the last 12 years of her life has been all Olympic, 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 Olympic. And she's not trying to be superhuman. She's just trying to be SUNY human because that's her name. She's just trying to be herself and just get up there. And happy life here. You know what? We try so hard. We, and, and I don't know about what country you're listening to this from. So I can't speak for your country. I wouldn't even try to. I don't know what goes on in your country very much. I mean, I visit some countries, but I don't know the mentality of a lot of the countries or whatever. But I do know America because I live here. And so I'll just tell you from, from my perspective, we got a bunch of people. It's a consumer-based society. And consumerism is all based upon performance. And boy, we always trying to get better. And we're trying to get And there's nothing wrong with trying to improve your life. I'm always trying to improve my life. But at some point, it can go too far. The balance is when you say, my normal is good enough. I used to golf with somebody that was very frustrating to golf with because no matter how well they hit the shot, they always complained. In golf, you could always hit it straighter. You could always hit it farther. You could always have a better trajectory. There's always something about your shot that could look better, that could be better. And sometimes it got frustrating to me because I would hit a really good drive or I'd hit a really good shot, and he'd hit a shot right next to mine, but then he would do the old, mm, mm, and he would get so mad. And I thought, dude, you, you just made me look like an idiot, in my opinion, going, oh, when I thought I just hit a good shot, and you hit the same shot I had. Even maybe even a little bit better, and you're complaining about it because they're in this process. They could always be better, and there comes a certain point where we got to stand on that balance beam. We want to get balance in our life. When it comes to getting balance, we got to stand there at some point to get balance, and you got to say, "My normal is good enough. Nothing more, nothing less. I can only be who I can be. I've done the work." I've lived my life. I'm trying my best to be a good husband or a good wife. I'm trying to, my best to be uh, a, a good father. I'm trying my best to be a good child. I'm trying my best to be a good neighbor, to be a good boss, to be a good employee. I'm trying my best to be um, a good human. At some point, yeah, you could always get better, but that's what's so cool. We have tomorrow to do that. We, we can always get better, but that Olympic mind is what keeps that Olympic body in shape when you say, my normal is good enough. And Suni Lee, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I will hold on to this for years to come. And I will talk about this as often as it comes to my mind because what a great thing. Nothing more, nothing less. My normal is good enough. I think that fits in life as well. Nothing more, nothing less. My normal is good enough. You need to say that to yourself right now, happy lifer, with me. My normal is good enough. I know it seems weird, but I'm going to say it again in case you want to join me. But I think it would be good for you to hear your body, to hear your voice say, my normal is good enough. We keep trying to be super normal, but you can't be super normal. You can only be you. So just be who you are. That is good enough. I want to finish that sentence in the Bible right here. We'll finish this podcast with the rest of the sentence from the Bible where you remember what he said in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25. You've all been to the stadium and you've seen the athletes race. Everyone runs, one wins. Run to win. 
All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after one that's gold eternally. And then he goes on to say in verses 26 and 27, I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. And I couldn't agree more. I don't know about you, happy lifer, but I'm running hard for that goal. Not for the Olympic goal, because that ain't going to happen. You might have a shot at it. <laughs> Maybe you're an, an athlete. Maybe you want to. You have a dream for the Olympics. Go for it. I mean, I, th- I think that's amazing. But I'm talking about there's a bigger goal here in mind, too. I mean, if you win Olympic gold, but you lose your family, you lose all these other things in your life because you didn't have the character, you didn't win the life gold, that's really, in my opinion, what's really important. So I'm going to give it all I got. I'm reaching hard for the finish line. I want a life gold. And you know what? We can all get the life gold. As long as we do our part and we say, now that I've done my part, my normal is good enough. I, I try to love. I try to help. I try to be the best worker I can be. I try to be the best husband, the best dad I can be, the best son I can be. I try to be the best human I can be. I blow it a lot. I I get out of balance and fall off the beam a lot. But you know what? My normal, just like yours, happy lifer, is good enough. I hope that helped. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Olympics. Enjoy the Paralympics. Make sure you watch them and give them some love, man. They deserve it. What they have to do to play the sport even goes beyond what a lot of other athletes have to do because of the obstacles that they've been facing. So I can't wait to watch them, and maybe I'll do some more Olympic podcasts coming up. But thanks so much for listening. I hope that helped. And remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve Ace.